I'm Bobby. And I'm Nathan. And this, this could be a podcast. And I don't know how other uh, metropolises work, but like New York has a great app system actually for their subway. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's something where, and I'm, 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 I'm a Apple Maps guy through and through. I just, Apple Maps is complete garbage. I love how much I love how <clears throat> garbage it is. Okay, because I don't do directions. I don't like find. I don't like give me the directions of this place. I just use it. I'm like, okay, I need to get here. I want to. I want to go. I want to go on some kind of weird. I'm weird gonna, trip. I'm going to make my own path. I I do not do the directions and listen to like how it tells me to go. Oh yeah. And it got me in trouble this weekend, but um, Let's see, but. That was me because I I did it, and that's because Madison's all screwed up and everything like that. But and um, Apple Maps is absolute garbage. I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. I had this problem like my nephew like this love- weekend, literally is like, yeah, it t- had me go down this weird gravel road. Is like, there's no reason for you to go down a gravel road to get to this location. But his mistake was though he he hit directions like he yeah. did not look at the map. I'm like I read the map. I don't listen to it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like I don't. I like pull up the directions, and then I sit there and say, "Okay, I look at it. I won't start directions because I'm not going to listen oh, I to hate you. That. I'm not going to let let, let you listen to you chirp in my ear. If it gets complicated, like I'm in a heavy metro area mm-hmm. and I'm making like jumping from like three different like highways, yeah, I'm going to need your help. When it tells me you need to be in the left lane for this, yeah, okay, that's great." Mm-hmm. Or I'll you know, honestly, I'm using Waze, another Google product, at that point, mm-hmm. just because it helps with. Uh, you know. I love the idea of Waze. I love the idea of Waze. Um, I know I never use it unless like I'm in Chicago, or some other like heavy metro area, because it, otherwise it's just pointless. It's I'm just uh, using Google Maps. It was it was great when we were on the road, uh, especially when we were traveling with illegal like substances and everything like that to know where a, a, a cop was yeah. positioned and everything like that. Yeah. That was great. Um, so the idea, I mean, I remember we were one of those responders or uh, reporters, I guess. I don't know what they call yeah. people that uh, say, so, Oh, Hey, there's a cop here. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah, there's an accident here or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. But the idea worked, but I hate, I hate the voice navigation stuff. I cannot stand it, but also, Again, going back to me liking, uh, really enjoying getting the lay of the land when I'm at a place. Yeah. I like knowing where, like, I'm, these are my next two, three, four turns that I got to take. And these are the roads I got to be looking out for. Mm-hmm. Right. And that really helps, again, get the lay of the land, navigate yourself and everything. How much are you shouting at your wife during these? Oh, no, no. she No, we are, we're beyond that in our relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, there's no more navigation. Because like, some totally, of our biggest fights have is she, been. Is she totally clocked out? I am. No, you're driving. I'm clocked out. Nathan, I don't think you appreciate how much time my wife and I have spent in a car touring uh, and yeah, everything. Yeah, I know. I know. So there have been multiple, multiple near, you know. You did not. You did not take that turn. Why did you not take that turn? Or the just the navigational like, oh, um, take a left. You, you should have just taken that left. It was it was right there. It was, you should have taken that. That kind of stuff, yeah. And it's on both sides. Like I'll I'll overreact, and then also there's negligence and uh, which way to go. Technology. I'm gonna all apologize for technology at this point because it's, you know, she's reading the technology wrong. Like it's it's coming up. It's coming up. Is it this turn or maybe is it this next turn? It's I've mm. never been here before. Yeah. 
So, uh, no, her, her navigating is something we just avoid. It avoids a fight. That's all it does. So, so you just shut, you're solo. You're flying solo. Is that what you're saying? Correct. But I also don't like looking at my phone when I'm driving. So it's just, uh, really going by feel what's going on here. That's so you're not, li- you're not listening to turn by turn. Yeah. You're not looking at your phone. You're not listening to what I'm saying. You're just, I like you're driving to by sense of smell. Is that what's going on? Exactly. Here? <laughs> exactly. I am following my, my heart's path, you know, my, yeah. My beacon and my I don't, myself. Like, you know, I'll like I ha- it pisses me off. I got to turn off my audiobook or my podcast or whatever. But that's like if it gets heavy, then I'll turn off my turn turn. No, but that's and why. If, I li- and if it's, it gets real bad, then I'll like plug it into the f- the car mm-hmm. and have it running over the car speakers while my wife's looking at the map mm-hmm. and going. Th- Is your wife a good na- navigator? Um, she's capable. Mm-hmm. Like. I, but I generally don't try to put that upon her just because she's in charge of everything else in the car. You have five of the kids. Including in the car. kids yep. and or like her mm-hmm. well being. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Uh, there's six humans. There's a, you're total. in charge of six humans. I'm just going to manage this conveyance. Don't uh-huh. mind me. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things we. I mean, we've had a lot of. F- f- unnecessary fights for sure but fights like over navigating and it's just and it's it's operator error on both sides it's me getting mad when it's frustrated of uh you know just something going wrong you're just frustrated yeah just frustrated in general that happens a lot in just a road trip but i just let that shit slide off yeah come on man now you just uh don't you know go for it basically don't ask for it sure yeah, but I like knowing like if if I can figure out four or five turns that I need to make or the streets that I need to be on and what I'm gonna look out for, I get the lay of the land. I know, uh, I know what I'm looking for. I can go back there. I can remember it at a different time. Yeah, because you take the next time instead of just listening to a voice. And I I do think I had a buddy who uh, he was just really good with highway systems. I remember we were we were uh, driving. He understood odd even. North, south, east, west. Yeah, I mean, across the country, though. Like, it, like oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we were coming back from a show, um, and we got lost. We got lost. He was passed out in the back, just sleeping, everything like that. And we, we had to just pull over because we were just fucking lost. And this is before iPhones or anything like that. Like, we, and we didn't have a fucking map. Like, that was the world where we... <laughs> that's a problem. We needed to, like... Did you even have, like, a, the giant atlas? No. Did you, you didn't even have a... You need a giant atlas. Yeah, we had none of that. We had none of that, and we had like Nokia phones with that could play Snake on them. God, I love that. And that's about that it. Brick of a phone. I love that phone. It was a great phone, but it did not tell you where you were going. And we we're like, we have no idea. And if we keep driving, we could just drive. You know, we can drive even farther off in nowhere. Mm. And he woke up from a stupor and still in a stupor. Just get on the four hundred five. He man. just looked. He looked in front. He saw the highway. He's like. You're going to want to get on to, you know, yada, yada, yada. I forget even what the fucking highway was. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And so we, we found that and we got on it and we, we were getting, we, then we got our bearings and everything like that. But I, I don't understand the highway system. I don't understand what, why it's named the way that it is. Oh, right? you're not familiar. No. No. Roads that run north and south, they have odd numbers. Highway systems? Yeah. Okay. Both federal and interstate highways. So like the federal highways and interstate federal highways, mm-hmm. right? They have a north and south of odd numbers mm-hmm. and east and west have even numbers. And starting with a low number 
in the north and a high number in the south. Okay. And then a low number on the east and a high number on the west. Yeah, none of that's ever taught to you in driver's ed, by the way. Maybe it's just me and like my, uh, you know, the uh, Interstate 80 and 35 just running through the middle of Iowa that I'm familiar with. And then, and then there's crazy things where they have like extra number things, yeah. like two thirty. It's not a it's not a well designed system. You're oversimplifying that it's like it's this uh, wonderfully it's not, beautiful like laid out system where it's, it's more laid I've out. Gone, than you think. I've gone east on a west highway more times than I can count. On, oh yeah, like sure, like it's not perfectly laid out. Like and nor nor should I, I expect it to be. Yeah, but, like how 235 in Des Moines runs through the center of Des Moines as compared to the outring of Des Moines, which is 8035, like merged together. It's kind of goofy. And then there's yeah, then there's 380. Then you get places like Madison, Wisconsin, where are just they're It's just we, a gym. We got, we got 151 and 70. That's the. But <laughs> but when you're you're further getting away from people understanding like where they're going and why they're going that direction and on and like in remembering it, because I do think I really do think that the navigation system is just creating little drones. That's all it is. It's creating like turn here, turn here, turn here. There's a great joke in parks and rec where um, Tom Havertz, Aziz Ansari's character um, has to give up his phone, but he doesn't know how to get uh, back home from work because he's not used to his, uh, yeah. his phone. That's I remember, I remember my, my brother, like at one point when I was driving, like my brother is at, he's that brother is what? He's 11 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just, I mean, you know, we're driving, we're going from point A to point B. I'm like, I don't know how to get there. And he's like, you've been to this place literally 50 times in your life. You should know how to get here. Mm-hmm. You don't cause you're not paying attention. And that's that's and it's a like, lot of people. Okay, um, you're probably you're probably right. And I yell at my kids about it. It's like, where where are we going? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to the same thing with my nephews. We're g- we're going to literally his grandparents' place, which he's been to a thousand times, mm-hmm. and he's using navigation. Right. And Apple Maps is taking you Correct. some weird gravel backcountry road. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. Don't do that. You should be able to go here. But that's I mean. Me. I it's but that that's built into the ease and convenience of just saying where uh, saying where you want to go and then uh, following directions basically to get there sure. versus understanding it's it's it comes down to that whole thing of um, I guess knowing how something's made versus just consuming it uh, right uh, I mean right. that that extra step where you're 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 learning versus just doing because yeah. I mean. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to get somewhere and you have no resources in, in order to get there? Uh yeah. yeah. Like you're you're flying speaking solo. Speaking of Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. So this was 2006. Three bachelor, uh, three best man bachelor party. Oh yeah. But uh, the Josh Gad movie. <laughs> the Josh Gad movie that I helped organize. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> we were in Madison. We were in Madison. We were camping in Madison, Wisconsin. And we were just going to go up to like State Street. The, the whole plan of that trip was to camp everywhere because I was, you know, 
22, had a kid, married, and absolutely poor as all get out. We're going to go camping, guys. So when you go on vacation, it's camping. <laughs> We're going to go camping. We're going to be homeless for a weekend. And it's going to, like... It's going to cost us 10 bucks like mm-hmm. to go to this campsite because yeah. that's what's cheap. Anyhow, so one of the guys is like, you know what? Uh, hey, new X-Men movie came out. And I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. You know, I have been to the previous two X-Men movies uh, in the theaters. And uh, I would, uh, on opening weekend, no, not opening weekend. Um, so, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. Uh, yeah, we'll go. Uh, where's the theater? I think there's one up by the mall. Where's the mall? I don't know yeah. exactly. We'll just drive up that way, and I think I'll, we'll figure it out. And we did not figure it out at all. No. It was it was bad. Like, I stopped, and I pulled up. Well, that's not your fault in Madison, by the way. I stopped. I had, like, pull over, went into, like, a phone booth, like, phone book. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, there it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is – I think this is on the northwest side of town, I think. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's just drive up that way. Mm-hmm. And then, that, and that's what we did. I mean, like literally, eventually we found it and eventually we watched X-Men The Last Stand and it wasn't good. And we were drunk. And my one buddy's like, you and the other guy, you literally talked in every single scene of that movie. I'm like. That sounds like you. Well, that's not on me. That's on, that's on X-Men The Last Stand. <laughs> <laughs> I had high hopes after X2, so. No, it's fun to like, I think it's a fun thing to go, like, just try to find where you want to go, like, yeah. explore, because, I mean, depending on where you're at, because there's certain places where you can end up in a bad part of town for sure, but... Um, I love that. But I remember, I mean, the pre-iPhone days, the pre-navigation days, I just think about the road trips that I took, and just the the map quest directions that I printed out <laughs> beforehand just yes. to get to the yeah. place. yeah. And I held on to them. I had them and they worked yes. and we just, yeah. and the situations <laughs> that I could have ended up in, it's, it's a, that's laughable. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. It, there was one time I remember we were, it was my senior year of high school and um, we went to an all day uh, music festival, for Metallica's uh, festival. I forget what they fucking call it. Can we be done with this story? No, I'm joking about Metallica. No, no, no. This is, I'm joking. Anyway, this is great. Ahead, this is this yeah. is a really fun. Like, it was fun for me. It may I'm not sure. be fun for no, you just, or I'm the listeners. I'm joking about Metallica. I don't know um, Metallica. Well, it's kind of a large story to unpack as well. I don't. Have I told you this at all? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I know we don't. Was there a guy it. with a claw at one point? Not that I saw. But okay, I don't. Who am I thinking? For my summer, uh, for my senior graduation gift, my aunt gave me tickets to at Summer Sanitarium, is what it was called. It was a six, five or six band um, music festival. Where was that at? Um, it was in Cicero, Illinois. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It was at a racetrack. It was at a racetrack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Metall- It was Metallica's festival. They were headlining it. Um, it was probably two thousand three. Yeah, it was. Yeah, two thousand three. Okay. And it was one of those things where, like, I got tickets and I was like, okay, we'll just drive in. I I can drive a car. I'm 18 years older. Like, I can drive. I'm and an my adult. parents, my parents are like, you're not driving into Chicago. No, 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 <laughs> you're not. So we'll we'll drive you in. You you can drive to the show and then you can drive back to Chicago. But you're not, you know, doing Jeez. this. So they they dropped us off with a vehicle at the beginning of the day, and we get there, and we go through the entire day. And it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. 
Because are you are you familiar with Man Cow the the shock Man Cow Muller the shock jock the shock from jock. Chicago yes yeah so he and Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit were not on good terms and um, a lot of people are Just yeah and, F- FYI and I don't side with Man Cow a lot on all these situations <laughs> but on this situation we sided with Man Cow um, so it was one of those situations where what was the op- the opening band was Mudvayne um, classic and then it went into the Deftones. Into Classic. Lincoln Park, Ugh. into Limp Biscuit, and, and then Metallica. Ugh. Okay, so here's the beauty of the show: we were really only there to see. We want to see the Deftones, and we want to see uh, Metallica. That was it. And Mudvayne, we were we were watching. All right, Dig is a solid song. So, and they're from Illinois. Dig, yeah, they but they're from Illinois. Yeah, they are. Um, so, but every band did the same thing when they come out. They'd be like, hey, you guys ready to see, you know, Deftones? And everyone goes crazy. You guys ready to see Linkin Park? Yeah. And like, these are the bands doing this. Every every fucking every, band. Every this. band. And when it came to Limp Biscuit, it was, are you guys ready to see Limp Biscuit? 100,000 people. Boo. Boo. And it's just booze throughout. And so yeah. they were selling these lemonades. All right. They were selling lemonades with a half of a lemon in it. Okay. I shit you not. Yeah. And yeah. so we're sitting there. You know, the night, the day's going on and every band would do it. Deftones came out, did the same thing. When it got to Limp Bizkit, just giant booze. Oh, Lincoln man. Park, same thing. And so this, the entire time we were just slowly moving up, you know, forward, closer and closer to the, the yeah. stage. And when it got to, when it got to uh, Limp Bizkit, we were going to, we were going to sit through Limp Bizkit and we were like four rows back, like four people, oh. four people back from the show, like from the stage. And we're, we're like, okay. We're going to sit through Limp Bizkit, but we're going to be really, really close. You know, we had a buddy system. We had a buddy system to go to the bathroom and everything like that. Oh, wow. Um, Making friends. When you get that close to you, make friends with everybody. You're like, okay, we're all here. We've been entrenched. We're not just like coming up at the last minute. Yeah. So. Not bum rushing, man. Exactly. So Limp Bizkit comes out. And again, the booze have just been boiling up all fucking day long. This is uh, at the peak of like Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, they were like, they they were the. Second headliner, basically, they yeah. they were they should have, I don't know, like they were very big. Um, it just started raining shit onto the stage, like everyone was just throwing things, and they came out and they were like, "Fuck you, motherfuckers!" Blah 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 blah, and they started playing break stuff. Oh, they just started. They tried to do things. Everyone was throwing those half lemons that they got. Every just throwing them onto the stage, and no one was no one was hitting them. That was the thing. And so my buddy. Horrible thrower, like he throws like a girl in all all aspects. And oddly enough, huge limp biscuit man. Not a huge limp biscuit man, <laughs> yeah. but he he uh he he was the first one to hit Fred Durst with a lemon. Oh and no! We he threw it and he threw it like a girl, and it's still he just landed, and we're like, oh my god, he fucking hit it! And again, he was being a dick the entire time, and he is Fred Durst, you mean? He was from oh. the moment he got on the stage. Um, so. This one kid next to us as well threw both of his shoes because at one Jeez. point, at one point, Fred That's Durst, commitment. at one point, Fred Durst challenged anyone in the audience to come up on stage and fight him. All right. <laughs> He's like, all right, you motherfuckers. Anyone wants to come here and kick my ass? Let's do this. Come on. Let's roll. Let's do this. Blah, blah. And I shit you not. The crowd parted like the fucking Red Sea. <laughs> and this one kid that threw both of his shoes that just wanted to get there. We're like, go, go. You, and, and you're he, in. And he just bum rushed the stage and security was like stop 
You're not doing this. You're not doing this at all. No, that we're not letting this happen. This is all part of the stage theatrics, kids. Right. This isn't. You're so, not going to be able to really fight Fred Durst. <laughs> exactly. So again, just constant booze. They leave the stage. Just people come out. Roadies come out and start cleaning everything. Yeah. Fred Durst is talking on a microphone behind the stage about how he fucked Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, and he's okay. going to fuck all our moms and everything like that. He's doing this all behind. That's liable, by the way. Um. Then he comes. Slander. Uh, yeah. Slander. 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 Um, another podcast. I took, I took Kamala. Um, so then he comes back out on stage with a shotgun full of blanks, starts firing them in the air. Oh. And then the band comes out on the stage, uh, band comes back out. They start playing Metallica. They start doing like a Metallica cover. Weird. Again. Weird flex, bro. We're like, they, I think they maybe got through three songs before they went off on the stage (laughs) and then they came back and they did this. They did a sanitarium by Metallica and we're like, fuck off, fuck off. We're not here to hear you play, hear yeah, you play no Metallica. Shit. No shit. And uh, then they left and then it was just the hour that they were supposed to play <laughs> of just silence. And just, nobody just patiently waiting just, for Metallica. Just, yeah, uh, just, uh, can I see any good movies lately? Yeah. And everyone was okay with it. But that's a far tangent. One of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. I've tried forever to... There was like an article written about it in like the tri- the Tribune, yeah, about how like shitty it was, but it was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. Uh, was uh, Limp Biscuit, but uh, after the show, we had to drive back into Chicago for the first time. Oh, and again, yeah, not with our map quest going back to the actual point of this whole fucking story. Hmm. Um, but we decided we were going to get some uh, McDonald's. You know, we we're going to get some chicken nuggets before because yeah. some chicken nuggets. We were. 18 years old and really hadn't eaten all day uh, at this show because we were busy holding our spot. So we drive into a very seedy part of Chicago, just following Cicero is well, it was, we were, we got in Chicago proper. We got, okay. Yeah. This is, we were getting, uh, we were not close to where we're going to end up, but like, we were just we were just flying by our, the seat of our pants. We were just following yeah. our heart's desire, you know. So you got up kind of close to downtown and like, oh, just pull off here to the south here. Yeah, we just pull off here. <laughs> and this guy, um, all of a sudden there was just this traffic stop, and there was there was this really nice car. And I think I think the license plate said Viper on it or something like that. <laughs> and he just he was sitting there, and all of a sudden he got out, he got out of his car, left it running in the middle of the road, and then he just started like directing traffic, like telling people to like move around and move around and move. He, like, he, he look over his shoulder every once in a while and be like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Jeez. All right? And he would just start like, like waving people through. And we're like, Oh fuck. Well, we still want chicken nuggets. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And so we, he started waving us through and it came our time and waved us through. And it's a fucking stupid kid. I just rolled down the window. I was like, cool car, man. And he's like, thanks. And he just like, <laughs> I'm like, don't ever do that. You're not don't supposed, ever do that. You're not supposed to do this guy is, You're not supposed to do this that. Is not, this guy is not a law officer or like a law <laughs> official. Like he is, should not be directing traffic. He's no. doing it for some other reason. Um, but we were just, again, following our map quest that we had printed out to right. like get McDonald's. We, M- McDonald's was not on the map quest, by the way. No, then, no, no, that's not. You didn't circle that one. But we made it back to the hotel somehow. Somehow. Uh, going off the beaten path That's to find crazy. chicken nuggets, and uh, it was one of those, one of those things where I'm like, if I had to do that over again, could would it would it end up the same? Would it happen? Like, would uh, everything yeah. be all right? Basically, yeah. 
Probably. I'm guessing. More often than not, probably, yeah. yeah. When we, like, in back in, like, 08, when I went out to Canada, I literally printed off, like, it was like an eight-day trip, Mm -hmm. and I printed off my itinerary of MapQuest and uh, had it in a little folder. Yeah. That's what... That's what we did. There was like a weird like five year so, period where weird... that's what you did, Super where weird. the t- ink toner would go down and you just still print it out and be like, well, I got the, the, you know, I get the gist. It's not, it's probably 50% printed. I got the turn by turn. That's all that really matters. And there would always be the extraneous, like, uh, like four or five, well, like probably two or three pages of just, just like <laughs> links to links. websites. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird time. The internet back then. Yeah. It's super weird. What if you had to create an analogy from, let's just even go American history, that time period of MapQuest, what, what, uh, and, uh, like what analogy would you draw for American history? What, what time period would that be? I'd say probably reconstruction of the South, just because everything was a goddamn mess. You think the re- <laughs> <laughs> but it was like that was time period of the internet was the reconstruction <laughs> of the, the South. South. Yeah, yeah. This where things were just kind of a was just kind of a mess. You know, people really weren't sure what you could trust. You know, but they were still trusting things. Yeah, well, you had to. You, know? <laughs> you had no other. Uh, right. Yeah. You had no right. other option. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's probably not bad. Yeah. I have no. That's, I'm just pulling that out of nowhere. I, I have not put any thought into that. No, I just asked the question. That's that's. <laughs> we don't right. pregame this thing. No, no, you don't come with your notes. But no, I don't. No, oh. but I do. I think the is that internet, notepad then for you. That's for after the fact. Oh, but the internet is weird. Where you get these little bubbles, or like the Nokia phone that plays Snake. I mean, that's God, a whole. That. That's the same time period, by the way. Oh of yeah, MapQuest, where you're like, uh, yeah, it was maybe five years, maybe. That was horrible. I had like I didn't have a cell phone till it was the summer of my between my sophomore and junior year of college. And my mom was like, "Oh, hey, you know what? You can have this phone. You can use we can use this phone now." And I said, "Okay, cool." And I used it for like 3 weeks, a month mm-hmm. or so. And then it just stopped working. And eventually, what kind of phone was it? It was a Nokia. It was one of those Nokias. What year? What like we? What oh, what year is this? This was all. This was all three. Okay. Yeah, summer of all three. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what was your high score in Snake? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. Did you ever play it? Oh yeah, only when driving. <laughs> when driving? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'd, I'd use that. Jo- I'd use that joke every like with like kids in high school because I like my mom. I'd borrow my mom's phone when we'd go somewhere mm-hmm. if we went up to Des Moines or whatever. And uh, like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Man, I got a really good high score, like, as far as, like, driving while playing Snake. And they're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And I'm like, that's a joke. It's a joke. That's clearly a joke, yeah. Drew. Stop it. Uh, anyways, so, oh. like, three weeks, a, a month and a half in, like, it just stopped working. I'm like, um, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. And eventually I called home. Mom's like, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, cha- we changed phones. Like, we got d- new phones, so. I got a new phone for you uh, down here mm-hmm. four hours away. And I didn't tell you that yeah. <laughs> your phone's going to stop working. So <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, and the best thing about that new phone was that I had it and then I dropped it. It was like a, I don't remember what, it was like a Kyocera, not Kyocera. 
Oh, Kyocera is the Nokia. Yeah, no. So it was, no, it was Kyocera. That was the name of the the brand of the off-brand or... Korean. Okay. Not Nokia. Gotcha. Anyhow, and I cracked the Nokia. screen. Yeah, Nokia. I cracked the screen, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could call my girlfriend who was pre-programmed as yeah, speed number dial. number two. Right. Uh, so that's all you need, am I right? The problem is that I broke up with that girlfriend, <laughs> and I got a new girlfriend. So, not number two. Not number two. So, A, I had to learn her number. And then the next time I got home with my mom, and she had the same phone, and I went through dot by dot and reprogrammed my uh, speed dial mm-hmm. using her phone. And I got, yeah, I got no. the new girlfriend's speed dial set. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like, okay, here we go. And and it worked. Right? It worked. So before before cell phones, before speed dial, I mean, speed dial was still a thing on landlines, but yeah. how many numbers do you think you had memorized before before it, it lost its value to have phone numbers memorized? Ten. About ten? Ten, I'd say ten, maybe fifteen. I mean, that's... 10 to 15? Yeah. How many numbers right now do you have memorized? I mean, I know all my all the work numbers. I mean, a couple okay. of, a couple of work numbers, but that's okay. that but I, you know. Over 5? Um, how many work numbers? I mean, I know my work number, I know my uh, 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 your 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 numbers okay, withstanding. So, um I know security, I know the help desk, I know the my coworkers. And that's probably about it. As far as work as far as work numbers go. No, just in general. I'm talking about And then my guy. wife's number. Okay. Uh my mom's number. So you're at five. And that's about it. About, I think about that's, five. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's over what people um know. I mean Right, right. Like I I think I tap out at I think I tap out at two. I don't know like my two kids who have cell phones. Mm-hmm. I don't know their numbers. But that yeah. used to be a thing. I mean, you used to know your, your right. best friend's phone number. Like, right. you just beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Uh, even like your, you know, there were so many like superfluous uh, numbers that you would know just because you sure. would call them sure. so many times or you have to. Yeah. Another one of those things that kind of disappears with technology advancing. But. Right. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I still remember my parents' home phone number like that. They don't have anymore. Their landline. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I don't remember any of our yeah. I mean, ours lines. was ours was the same. Mine was the same up until, you know, from I, maybe not birth, but from kindergarten mm-hmm. through five or ten years out of college when mm-hmm. they finally dropped their landline. Gotcha. So I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty ingrained. That's then. that's that's in there. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a there are generation. I mean, how many? If you had to guess. You know, any of your kids, how many numbers do they have memorized? Oh, I don't think any. Zero. Uh, zero. That's yeah. probably a fair assessment. It's just a weird, a, it's a, a weird, a blockchain of, I mean, seven numbers. I mean, really, yeah. that's what it right. comes down to. You're remembering seven numbers at a rate of 10 to 15. I think that's, at the height, I think that's about what I could remember as well. Sure. I mean, if I'm going through it. But you know that off the top of your head, just the mental gymnastics yeah, that you would right. have to go through every day. And, and that's not including the guy who had randomly prank call every day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have we ever talked about this? 
Um, we might have we talked might about have. it. We might have. On the, oh, did we talk about it on the pod? On the pod. <laughs> so there was this great thing called Tell Me, thanks to my dad listening to Rush Limbaugh AM radio. It was 1-800-TELL-ME. They call 1-800-TELL-ME. Mm-hmm. And it gave you a wide variety of options where it would you could read your horoscope or you can have um, play blackjack against Sean Connery. Okay. Uh, over the phone. Interesting. Um, and then like just or, Sean Connery or yeah, other I, I don't remember if they ever like expanded to it. Mm-hmm. But and then there was a thing where you could get two minutes of free long distance phone call. Oh, okay. If you listen to a thirty second ad, right? And I would use the the phone in the school. There was mm-hmm. just a phone in the school, in the concourse that just was an outside line. You couldn't make a long distance phone call with it, mm-hmm. but you could use whatever mm-hmm. and call local numbers. And I'd use that and I'd call up. I don't remember why or how, but we called the same like I think it was like two of my buddies like football numbers put together or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I'd call and I'd, it was always, Hey, it's Steve. Leave a message after the tone. And, and I'd, and I would all, I'd do my best Sean Connery. Okay. And it came from a Conan O'Brien bit where like when it was like, Hey, we got a satellite that can pull in every channel in the whole wide world, uh, up here on NBC. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, it's this uh, Sean Connery prank phone call channel. And it's just like, oh, Deborah, is your refrigerator running? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Well, then you better go catch it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I would leave just like the most rambling things, conversations, just stream of consciousness on this guy's yeah. message for two minutes. And I did that almost daily for like over a year. When did he kill himself? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's and that's. I mean, we. I. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the thrill of the, of the prank phone call. I. Lo- I mean, yeah. there was probably. I would say one of the best ones was when I called up and I was like, "Hey, yeah, Susan there." Su- oh no, this isn't Susan. Susan's not here. Su- there's not a Susan there. Oh Jesus, it happened again. Oh my God. I'm so tired of getting wrong numbers. Oh, my God. I just can't. It's like, you know, just because I'm a guy and I got a lazy eye because I got kicked in the head by a donkey. <laughs> it's not that I'm unacceptable as a mate. I just can't. Uh, I just I don't understand. And just like I, I, I don't I don't know. So this is you're not pulling my leg. Susan's not here. Right. She's like, no, no. OK. Well, thank you so much. for your time. <laughs> she called back a little bit. She's like, I just want to make sure that was a phone call and not just like somebody who's actually <laughs> gonna kill themselves <laughs> gonna kill themselves it's funny how ping phone calls are operating around the world of like orbiting around the world of suicide it's just, <laughs> just uh mm. i just you're not oh, yeah, before no. i kill myself i just want to see if i can get a laugh real quick here hold on just real quick the the sean connery aspect of it reminds me of the, the these weird uh periods that we go through with decades of we latch on to a celebrity yeah. and then there's, there's that joke. Burt Reynolds was the joke too. I mean, a lot of it, not just SNL based. SNL I mean, yeah. Cause I think I haven't brought it up uh, on the podcast. I think you and I have talked about it though. Like there's a weird uh, joke that runs through the office and community and some other shows. That I can't remember. I can't recall off the top about of my head. Hall and Oates, right? About Billy Joel, Billy about, Joel, about Billy Joel. Like, uh, and it's like Michael's favorite band or favorite artists or some of his favorite songs, I guess, are Billy Joel. 
And I know Chevy Chase makes a few jokes about Billy Joel being a bad songwriter in in community, like early on. And I'm 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 wondering what what the low hanging fruit is. Like what what's going on? Well, you know. But he's Billy Joel. I don't know. But that's the thing. Like I'm not a Billy Joel fan, but I also don't think he's a bad songwriter or performer. No, I enjoy Billy Joel. I mean, for the most part, I'd rather listen to Billy Joel than Metallica these days, but that's just me. I know your feelings on Metallica. There was no mandatory Billy Joel going on in the radio. No, so. There wasn't. It's the- well, drive time, you yeah. know, soft rock <laughs> contemporary. So, that might be actually. You know, it's I, I remember there's a commercial for like, like Star One or 2.5 and it was like constantly like always ended with like a 10 second clip of in the middle of the night or river of dreams, whoever the hell it is. Yeah. And again, like a lot of those bands and artists and stuff, if you have to live through it, I guess that that's the whole Eagles joke from uh, the big Lebowski, like, you know, anything, anything but the Eagles, you know, man, just shut it off because they were one of the first, if not the first like classic rock band where their, their songs are being syndicated for radio. Um, But it's, it's something maybe growing up through Billy Joel, like uh, one of his songs, I understand Piano Man's overplayed. I get that, but still a great song. Still a great song, but also like so many bands have overplayed songs. Like I'm not gonna. That's not a reason to make them the butt of a joke. Um, but like, uh, we'd insert the fire is another thing. Like, oh, he just opened up an encyclopedia and just started reading from his. Like, I hate it. I hate that song. But he didn't. But you can agree though that he didn't just open up an encyclopedia and start. No, no. There's there's building of the song. Sure, but why don't you like that song? Uh, it's mostly because of like I think it was my sophomore year, like for social studies, mm-hmm. like uh, that was a unit. Uh, we didn't start the fire and like to start. They the taught un- that in school to start the unit. We listened to the song like three times in a row. Okay, well then I can understand and you were then, indoctrinated, and yes. then and then you were was, abused as a child. And yes. then we like everybody was assigned one year of uh, bill- out of out of that, and we had to like. Okay, what is hula hoop? What a lazy ass fucking what teacher. Hula hoop? Well, no, I mean nothing against James Hardy, but I mean I guess it's kind of on your teacher, not on Billy Joel. <laughs> I just well, it's like, and it's not good. Listen, rock and roll of Cola Wars. That's how you're ending it. You went through the assassination <laughs> of presidents, you know, wars, death, plague, famine. He had to fit it in the rhyme scheme, and then you ended on a lazy ass Coca Cola Wars. That's what you can't take anymore. Rock and roll and cola wars. Those are the two things. You're just, that's it. And you fucking flip your table at the end of your music video. He does flip the table at that exact <laughs> That's point. horse shit. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not horse shit. That's no, horse shit. No, 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 no. No, not no, There's better examples of horse shit out there. Trust hyper, me. Uh, hyper, hyper, uh, what's the, what's the hyperdermics on the shore? Really? Again, Is, was right. That, was that really that much of a problem? Are we talking like rhyme scheme had played a very big part of that song? It's, Hyperdermic's on the show, rock and roller cool wars. I, I can't even think of it anymore. It's garbage. That's garbage. It's not garbage. It's, that's not gar- it's not that's garbage. Total garbage. No. And it's no. It's not that he opened up an encyclopedia. Shake it off is garbage. We didn't start the fire. Is not. Is not garbage. However, like we didn't start the fire. Did not have that sick beat. So. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> oh no, God! It's just a weird thing, and I and I understand the the reoccurring joke with the Office, where it's like when they do Threat Level Midnight, it's like every song on the soundtrack is a Billy Joel song. Like, 
and they're and they're bad Billy Joel songs. And maybe that's where the joke is: is there there's more like to bad B cups. Yeah, days. there's more bad Billy Joel songs than I know of. Than but sure, it just it much like Sean Connery was a, a celebrity figure that you can make jokes around at a I don't time. Think he, I mean, I don't know if he was made fun of though. That's the thing. What what would the SNL impressions of Sean Connery be? Uh, that, that? No, that he like he will have sex with Alex Trebek's mom, and he he always gets the better of of Alex Trebek in those those skits. True, true. It, but then, but that's where I go to Billy Joel. Like, why why is he the lampoon of that situation? I don't I don't get I, it. I don't, I don't know. That's a good it's point. weird. That's I mean I don't. But it was a time and a place of those two shows, and I know there's other shows that did it. I just can't recall them right now, but. They, it was a thing for a time. Like, that's all it was. Like, sure, if sure. we're going to make fun, kind of like the family guy thing. Like, we're going to make fun of, insert Mad Lib here. And they're like, everyone was like, yeah, let's do Billy Joel. And they just did Billy Joel for a little while. <laughs> Who sucks Billy Joel? Yeah. Mm. Let's spend like two or three years of just trying to fucking make fun of him just as much as possible. Ripping on Billy Joel. That guy was married to. Uh, and none of them involved him driving a car into someone's house. Which he did. Didn't he also set himself on fire, like Richard Pryor style, or, or maybe he just drank bleach to kill himself? I don't remember. Oh, you know he drank bleach to kill himself. Is that it? I think that is it. You know who? What I don't want to see ever hmm. in the same vein as uh, Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, and Elton John. I don't want to see a Billy Joel. <laughs> Apparently, I don't think you're going to see it. I don't think you're going to see that bio- biography movie. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I hate, I hate those movies in general. I do too. I really I don't do. think they're good. I cannot stand uh, rock biopic movies. I, I think we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but yeah. So uh, in uh, for Mr. Salvatore, he, he transitioned to musical art acts as far as like doing a large scale tournament style. Voting. This is a, a friend of ours who's yeah. doing a uh, explain it to yeah, the so listeners. I mean, we have listeners that oh. don't know these people, so. Oh, so he initially started with, it was movies. It was a, you know, a hundred some bracket movie Mm -hmm. and to see what was the best movie ever. Mm -hmm. And then he did snacks. And what was the best movie ever, by the way? Shawshank. That was, I mean, so. Okay. Pretty middle of the road and also television shows. What was the best television show? The Office. Okay. And then best snack, cookie dough ice cream. Okay. And then best musical artist. And are we still in the process of this? Yeah, uh, they finished up. It was Queen. Hmm, that's America for but you. But the final was Elton John versus Queen. Which, now that's just recency and like, bias. And I'm like, that's just that's garbage. That's recency bias. It's like you guys. That's never heard of Neil Diamond. Well, it also goes into like when someone dies, like when Tom Petty died, or Prince died, or David Bowie yeah. died. Everyone's the biggest Dave Bowie, Prince, and Tom Petty fan after they fucking died. Everyone does that every time. Right? Sure. Right. And it's one of those things when the biopic movie comes out, all of a sudden, everyone's the biggest Elton John fan. Oh, I've always been a big Elton John fan. Always loved Queen. Oh, yeah. I've always loved, it's like bullshit. Did you always love Crocodile Rock? Elton John doesn't even like Crocodile Rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's There's multiple quotes. Let's try to find the quote where he doesn't like Crocodile Rock. My My thing is like... That was on like a 70s compilation cassette we had as kids. And I enjoyed the hell out of it on there. I I, I like it, but Elton John does not like it. But again, he's had to play it 
10,000 more times than I've ever had to experience it. Um, yeah. I don't remember. What was that? That was... Let's see if there's anything on the Wikipedia here. What? I'm trying to remember. What was that? There was something similar to that when I just experienced. I'm trying to remember what it was. Hmm. Oh, oh. So we were talking about Cameo the other day. Oh, what's the word? Word up? Uh, no. Are you familiar with the Cameo app? Location? Slash... Wow, the fact that the band Cameo has been usurped by an app is... Yeah. Uh, Have you heard about this? this I'm, a, I'm aware of, yes, the the service where Brett Favre will say something say racist. Say something... Oh, he'll say something racist? <laughs> no, I'm just fine. Uh, uh, um, I think he was tricked. I think Brett Favre was tricked into saying something, in a, not maybe racist, but inappropriate. Inappropriate? like Yeah. But yes, I'm a familiar with the uh, Cameo app. Are you familiar with the band Cameo, though? Oh uh, yeah, word up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That, we can move on from there. So we were playing. We were playing as a as an extended family. Um, Prices right rules. How much does it cost to hire Ooh. this person? That's a little it bit was, of celebrity net worth. A little bit, little bit of celebrity net worth. Okay. Uh, and it was really interesting. It, like in very uh, varying. I don't remember what was uh, some of the shockers on there. It was. Um, I don't remember Carol Baskins. I think she was asking like three hundred bucks. Carol Baskins. Oh, okay, gotcha. You yep, know that yep, fucking yep, yep, bitch, that Carol. Fucking- <laughs> three hundred bucks. <laughs> fucking bitch, Carol Baskins. She she was asking a lot. Uh, I remember. What's a lot though? On, on I mean, like Cam three. Now. She was like it was like three hundred bucks. Because I thought, is oh, it normally around like fifty bucks? It depends on. It depends. Kinda, on- Ernie Hudson, I think, was severely. Uh, I mean, comparatively. Ernie Hudson, I think, was incredibly undervalued at $135. You know, I'd love to get a personal message from uh, from uh, Ernie Hudson for $135. I, think that's I, a still lo- I still love it. I'm searching for Cameo. Band comes up first. This is a problem with DuckDuckGo. They're not hit. Oh, no, no. It's, there's, there's a sponsored it's ad right It's just a sponsored away. ad. I'm fucking with What you. was the other? Ernie oh, Hudson? Who Ernie is? Hudson right here. Look at that. Ernie Hudson right there in the Ghostbusters outfit. $135. Crazy. Red Fuck men. Off. For 40 more dollars, you can get Fran Tarkenton to do something. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Heinz Ward, $186. This is ridiculous. Soup Nazi, 80 bucks. Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec, $135. It's crazy. Okay, so let's let's play this game. Let's the, do this. The problem, do, me, do me a favor. Look up Joe Exotic uh, Impersonator because it was egregious. Oh, I mean, he looks egregious. No, that's not the one I saw, but that's still that's, $69. That's That's not good. That's, that's not good. a frightening image. $69 for a Tiger King impersonator. Yeah. And why they're wearing a mask on a webcam, I have no idea. But anyway, let, let's let's go through this. Hold on. Wait. Let, let's pick a celebrity. Let's pick one. Okay. okay. Let's try this. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. However, also breaking news, by the way, when after we were playing this game, Vince McMahon said, no WWE people, you got to get off. You can't be on Twitch. And you can't be on Cameo. Hmm. I don't know if that's just him controlling, controlling the books. Or well, what. they have they have a they have a network, basically. So yeah. that could be a I don't pre- know if that could be preventing I don't know. them from. Doing something very similar. I don't know. I, or I think I it's just—I I think it's a control that. thing. I think it's just. No, I think. I mean, if you have a network, I mean, again, I've been watching a lot of the marquee network here uh, recently. Right. The Cubs' new network that they put out. Oh yeah. 
But the amount of content and programming that they've been putting out. And it's garbage, right? It's not It's not that it's garbage. It's just it's its we're filling time with the things that we can affordably do until the Cubs play. Right. It'll be really interesting to see what they do over football season. Oof. Uh, but if I'm Vince McMahon in the WWE and I see my players, you know, my, my athletes doing yeah. cameo and TikTok shit, I'm like, why? That's content that I could be using. Is it though? Is it like yeah. when you have, I don't know even who's hot in the WWE. I don't either. Days. But but if if I pay them eighty, it, I'm paying them eighty bucks to wish somebody a happy birthday. That's not that's not okay. something that's going to get aired. So I see I, I see Mandy Moore here. Let's go, Mandy Moore. She's the first one. Mandy Moore. I remember. I think I want to see her. So it's not. And we were doing. Did Price you look up her? I want to say that I saw her. Okay. Well, what, that, what was Mandy a, Moore? I want to say Mandy Moore was like 500 bucks. I think. I mean, she's on the front cover. Also, like. <clears throat> 250. 250 for Mandy Moore. Oh, also, she was like, she wants to talk. She, all proceeds go to the Biden Harris campaign. Okay. Volunteer. Yeah. Um. Okay. Snoop Dogg. I saw Snoop Dogg on there. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's probably 300. 750. Woo! It's crazy talk. Whoa. Yeah, like I don't. Uh, I remember listening. I think it was an NPR story. Gilbert Godfrey. He's like, you know, I spend like an hour and I like get a thousand bucks a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a thousand bucks a day. I can knock him out in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's worth. What about it uh, Tim Allen? Let's go, Tim Allen. Is Tim Allen on here? Is Tim Allen? I have no idea. It seems it's beneath Tim Allen. To me, this seems like a level of. This is D list. I think that's what. But. Snoop Dogg is clearly not D-list, a D-list celebrity. When was the last time Snoop Dogg came out with something besides, like, hawking? Let's go right to the D-list of the D-list, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. She's not even on here. I think she was, though. Oh, well, she was canceled, right? She got canceled. Why was she canceled? Did she do something? Uh, It was after she posed with a head, bloody head of Trump. Oh, that's for a picture. Right. Okay, and that's you know. So even that can get canceled. Uh yeah, and it was kind of surprising. Like that for, is a surprise for a lot of people. Who knew that when you if you held a faux bloody head of a president, that you'd huh. get in trouble for it. And now you can't make your your money on cameo. Isn't that something? Okay, wait. What was the uh, what was the was dude from? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Dahmer from uh, Coach. Oh, Patrick from oh, Surface. God. Was Damn it, it. Falk Fankenauer? Hold on. God. Bill Foggerbaki. Bill Foggerbaki. Can I get Bill Foggerbaki lined up here? Mm. No, Bill Foggerbaki. Billy D. Williams, though. How much? Okay. No, Bill Foggerbaki. Foggerbaki. But. Billy D. Williams. Billy B. B. Dill- Billy D. Williams is gonna be seventy-five bucks. I'm gonna say one twenty-five. One twenty-five. Price right. is right rules. All right. Way. Ready? Three three hundred dollars. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I hey, mean, it's Billy D. Williams. I just want to. Solo hey, was not that big. <laughs> I just want to let you know, Jennifer, that I hope you have a happy birthday. And then I hope it's extra sexy. Hundred fucking dollars. And I, cause I know for me, Billy D. Williams, when it's your birthday, it works every time. 
Good God. You know, my good friend uh, Han Solo, he also wants to wish you a happy birthday, but he's too busy driving around in my spaceship. I bet that's roughly the same script. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you post? Can you post uh, what people send you? Or is there yeah, licensing? So, like, I mean, go ahead and they, they have examples. Let's go ahead and click on Lisa Loeb, $100. That's a steal. Is it, though? If my wife, my wife enjoys Lisa Loeb, so. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm seeing other things. $100. And so there's a birthday celebration, a pep talk. And a birthday, okay, birthday. another birthday Anyhow, this all came about because we watched Dee Snyder's as he started singing, uh, what's it called? Uh, we're not going to take it. That's what it's called. And yeah, it was part of his pep talk talking about 2020. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It, this is a weird. It's a weird thing. Uh, this cameo. It's a. It's an odd. It's an odd, odd play. Ooh, Casey it's, Abrams. I, Casey Abrams, uh, who was on a uh, American Idol, twenty dollars. Also big. Uh, what's the word? Uh, but at twenty dollars, are you really a celebrity? I don't Who's know. booking that fucking guy? At twenty bucks, and then someone seeing him is like, "Oh, that's Casey Abrams! Oh my god!" Without him telling me, right? That that's Casey Abrams. Um, when this came out, and this kind of a, I'm gonna catapult this into other uh, other aspects that we can go into. Something like this would kill the career of a celebrity fifteen years. Fifteen ago. years ago, yeah. Would, th- would this would be the oh? There's no going back. Like they're hawking. Personalized, personalized, me- personalized message. It's like Pete Rose sitting in the basement of Caesar's Palace signing <laughs> right. autographs. And you're like, oh, what a sad, sad state That's for this state person who should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, you know, but Peter- this is now it's glorified. Now Flavor Flav gets two hundred fifty fucking dollars. You get the you can get the lead singer of Hermes Hermits for fifty bucks if that's Pe- something you're into. Peter Noonan is right there. For 50 bucks. Hey, can you sing and say, instead of Mrs. Brown, you have a lovely daughter. Can you just wish me, sing me happy birthday to that? Wow. Thank you. But again, then it's it's coming up to, like, the lead singer of Exodus. Like, who the fuck wants the lead singer of, of Exodus, Exodus to do anything for them? Hey, Jonathan, I just want to say happy birthday to you, man. It was great. I know that you came to my show in 1999, <laughs> and I felt that energy, and I felt that connection. I'm so happy we have that together, and I want you to have the best birthday ever. I hope your next year is going to be just as best. I hope you can kick the rest of 2020's ass. <laughs> All right. I mean, just imagine having absolutely no idea what that guy sounds that's like. That's a very similar thing, I'm sure, and they'll be like, and that's $25. And that's, that's, no, that's really no different than somebody panhandling on the street. I mean, like, I'm going to do this thing. Please let, give me money. Uh, let, can, do, do me a favor. Search for Tiger King again. Hold on. Okay. Well, All in musicians. I just want to. Lance Bass, 249. 250 was too much. 250. Well, listen. He's the price the, point. You know, just, uh, you know. The dude, one dude from Guar. A dude from Guar, 40 bucks. Do you think he goes full makeup every day? For he, the videos, he better. Here's the deal. He, it's like, they get like two weeks. Like two weeks to, to make, make it, so if he like piles them up, yeah, then you just knock, knock them out. out. Oh my gosh! But the amount, of, like, this is the uh, a very loose definition of celebrity when you're. I yeah right. I don't know. I don't know. First off, of, like Mike Jones, who I know I'm not into the rap world. Mike Jones. Mike Jones is a guy. No, no, Mike Jones. Who? Question mark. That's. Is that a different guy? Mike. 
Yeah. I mean, this is Mike this, Jones, this right? is his name. Mike Jones, who? who? Question mark is his name. He's asking 300 bucks. I'll say Susan Bennett, too. Uh, voice actor. I don't know who that is. Oh, look, another drummer, the drummer for Guar. $40, drummer for Guar. Do you think all where the Guara guys? Where got, do you see that? Do you think he's the guy with the oh, weird uh, I bet face every, makeup? I bet every. Yeah. <laughs> do you think they got together, guys? We should totally get this uh, cameo thing going. Yeah. Are you sure, if Jim? Everyone from Guar can do forty bucks. But uh, oh, 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 there's Chris Pontius. Okay, from Jackass. Yeah. Why he's in musicians? I have no fucking you know, idea. Um, that's a good question. But so I was going through. I'm looking. Uh, it refreshes differently as your as your. Uh, like it updates. It updates as you refresh. Yeah, this is not in chronological order. Andrew Dice Clay, two ninety nine. Because I saw, um, I saw Wayne Coin of the Flaming Lips was two fifty, and then I saw, and then I saw uh, Hayes Carl, who's a um, an alt country singer songwriter, for one twenty five. And I've, I've met him a couple times after I've seen Hayes Carl. Just like around. Well, I've seen Hayes Carl a couple times here in Dubuque. No, no. Um, At the corner grad drugstore. No, um, but as much as I love him, I would not pay 125 bucks to hear a personalized a, message. I bet there's a number of people. Oh my! Hey, look! It's the dude who played uh, Chuck Berry's cousin in Back to the Future. You can pay him ninety nine dollars. You think he's fucking? You think he's got that powder blue jacket that he's? Uh, you know, hey, I just, I just hope you don't get crazy, suck back, and have to kiss your mom. You think that's his shtick? I. I don't know. Is there somebody that you can think of that you would like to hear from? One of a, a celebrity. Don't take oh. don't take financial stuff into consideration right now. Just somebody that you would like to hear. Hey, man, happy birthday! Like, is there anybody that in your fucking world? Weird Al Yankovic. All right, let's look it up. If I could get a happy birthday message from, from Weird Al, from Weird Al. That would be that would be about it. I, I can't I mean I guess Kevin Costner. I don't know, just the, as a goof. Weird Paul is the first one that comes up. So Weird Al's Weird Al is too good for cameo. Yeah. No, but he's a busy man. He's got that fuck you weird album. I'm more worried about like all of these NFL football players. That's what I'm really worried about. And Costner's not gonna be Costner's on here. Costner's not doing this. Costner's okay. not on here. Kevin McDonald, though, is the top result when you search Kevin that's, Costner. That's interesting because those Dave Foley is the rest of the kids. Just just search kids in the hall. Are all the kids in the hall. Oh, holy hell. Oh, my God. You know who else I'd really love to get? Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from Batman, the animated series. That's. Would you pay $100 for that? I'm not going to pay 100 bucks, but what, I would appreciate. No, that's what we're looking I would, for. I would appreciate a message from him. No, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for as compared to Kevin Sorbo for eighty bucks. Going back to the Kevins here, Kevin Pilar, who is a uh, Major League Baseball player, hundred and fifty dollars to hear Kevin. I, I that's gravy. It's just gravy for him. Of course, it's gravy. Gravy for him. I can't imagine. There's not a price point and desire that I've matched up here that I'm like, sure. No, 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 no. That's that's worth it. Like I'll pay. Like again, I'll go back to my Hayes Carl yeah. example. <laughs> I'll pay $40 to go see you play yes. a whole night of music. Yes. I have no desire to, have, to pay you $125 for a two-minute video of you telling me something you that half-heartedly you're just doing for the money. Yeah. Let's keep scrolling. Maybe this is an interesting way of going the, through. We're looking at the Kevins. Just looking at the Kevins. What, is there any other Kevins? Oh, hey. Kevin uh, Pollock. 
Kevin Pollock, 225. 225. That's excellent. Still uh, wouldn't do it. Uh, the realtor kid from the Ozark. Yep. 40, 40 bucks. That's Kevin not... Millar, another baseball player. There's a lot of baseball players named Kevin, by the way. Um, let's see here. Anybody else? that? I... Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Oh, yeah. Kevin Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon's older brother. Fucking $300. What kind of... What kind of just extraneous money do you have that you need to pay Kevin Dillon $300 to just be like, okay. Hey man, this is Johnny drama. What's up? Click on his video. Let's, no, let, no, no. Click, I want to see like, how bad is it? How if we're you, not watching this. Oh, scroll down. Come on. Let's, you let's can watch. chat with him for $2 and 99 cents. I if that's a minute. I don't know. Okay. That, okay. That's a different price point in my mind. Cause is that an open chat? I don't know. All right. I don't I don't want to in We're going to do some investigating. Hold on. You can uh want to get the full cameo experience download our app okay. Chat with celebrities, even uh get even more fun content, better sharing capabilities and just no. all around more good stuff. So, give them your phone number. Yeah. And then you can text you know, with celebrities. I don't think that's a good idea. No. Can we see how bad the birthday or should we go with the birthday? He's only doing birthday messages. I think we're going to get flagged. I think we get flagged for this. No, because the plan through. Okay. No, I don't otherwise know. Otherwise, you and I are watching like, it. No, he no, he has not copywritten this. Okay. Just we're hit, find play, out. hit play. Hit play. I'm just play. curious. All right. I got to go edit this. Hey, later. John. Lawn Morris in the background. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Viz. It's Kevin Dillon here, a.k.a. Johnny Drama. I knew that was happening. The Slytham family wanted me to wish you a happy 40th birthday. No. no. I hear you're a big fan and that you uh, binged watched the entire season of Entourage during this pandemic. Thank you, bro. Appreciate your support. And you know what? You hang tough, bro. This thing's going to come to an end. And we're going to get you back in the game. I want to hear, like, uh... another game, this. <laughs> Damn right you are. I want to hear him talk about how anyway, great. Uh, here's to you. Hey, you still going? Yeah, you're you big hockey fan. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro! Victory! Take it easy, Chief. I want to hear like I would. I would rather have him just. Hey, can you do me a favor? I just. Can you just talk about No Escape with Ray Liotta for two minutes instead? Is that I, worth three hundred dollars for you? Can you just? Can and you, is that worth three hundred dollars to you? That's what I'm maybe, asking. Maybe, maybe. Hey, happy birthday, Nathan. Uh, so this is. Uh, so I mean, I really enjoyed making. You know, I was pretty young in my career. Uh, Ray Liotta, super intense dude. Th- that's all I want to hear. Okay. Is that worth three hundred dollars? Not to me, but maybe somebody as a gift to me. Hold on. Now, now my uh, getting around paying taxes mind t- kicks in here. Okay. <laughs> So now these exorbitant costs for <laughs> what if we used cameo to ask them if the price point's right <laughs> to ask them questions that we want answered <laughs> on said podcast. Right. So we use we ask that we figure out the question. The price point's right. It's 40 we, bucks to figure out, you know, like, OK, what is uh, uh, what's the guy from Gangs in New York? What's that guy you like? Uh Brendan Gleeson, I Brendan Gleeson in no way, shape, or form is gonna and be. And here he is. <laughs> he is no way. He's way too cool. You would, but and he, and old. that's the thing about it. We have no fucking idea. He's not. Ke- on I mean, this, Kevin but, Conroy. I'm happy, Kevin Conroy. Well, here's Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Uh, 
I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. Okay, Todd, Todd Glass is 40 Oh, bucks. my God. He's doing it in the fucking dark. Look at how much gains on here. Yeah. Oh, jeez. 40 bucks. You get, you get what you pay for. Here's the deal. I, I wouldn't mind. If you can tell me right now who a good impersonator I could be for, like, I would love, to, like, if I can make, you know, if I could con 20 people into doing it, like, the one, the other Tiger King, Joe Exotic, mm-hmm. uh, person I saw, impersonator, it was, like, 26 people have reviewed and done the service and was like, that's like three grand. I'm like, who can I like sucker into doing this? That's my question. I, I understand that. And that's a whole other. I who mean, can, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a side hustle of this whole thing. I, I'm really now into <laughs> how can, can we, I spend $40, $40 on a celebrity that we have? Can we find a celebrity that's worth $40? That we can ask one question and one, get them to do that. Because yeah. I will, I for, at this point now, now the price point's perfectly fine for me. Don I'll Johnson's $500. Right, so no. No. Oh, you're not going to, you're no. not you're hoping that IRS how, doesn't. How many times did you have to hit the ball down the uh, the road on Tin Cup before you got the, the take that they used? You know? Sure. I don't, that's not worth $500. There's a $40 question though <laughs> to a celebrity. That we're right now, we're gonna find out. Mira Savino is 199. I think these ones that are flagged, I think those are all like Joe Biden supporters. Who's that guy? These are new. Uh, yeah, I, I clicked on the new and noteworthy, which might be the whole thing. Is there a price? Boy point? George, boy George is 300. <gasps> Emmett Smith, 450 fucking dollars. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that. Brad Garrett's 250. This is a this is a shame. This is a real shame. But there's no price point. You can't search by price point. You can't search by price point. It's everybody. It's, it's all like Twitch and TikTok and YouTube personalities that are 15 bucks. No, no, no. no. Well, I mean, no. I, I would believe you who's and on, I. Who's on right now? Uh, Brian Cashman's on right now. Brian $150 Cashman. to ask him a question. Yeah. I think between you and I, there's one person that we can find for $40 that we could have. We tweeted the fucking director of Shaft, <laughs> right? Unfortunately, he was Unfortunately, dead, he he was dead, dead at the time. But but I think we can find this. 90 bucks for Perez Hilton? No. No, that's not. No. We're going to keep doing this. $25 for real life Peter Griffin. That's the kind of shit I think uh, I could uh, I could go for. No. Randy not. Couture, 50 bucks. Hmm. He's in the under athletes, by the way. The guy who did purple, I mean, uh, chocolate rain, he's $40. I don't have a question for him. You don't? Hold on. Go back up. Scroll okay. back up. The, the lead singer of 311 is $150. Get out of here. Jesus fucking Christ. As compared to Chumley, who's 75, who's getting the better of that deal? I don't, I mean, I could get two cameos well, from Chumley, a reality TV on. star. Hold on. Let's back this up and just lead singer versus lead singer. Lead. Uh, Nick Hexum of 311, okay. 150. Mark McGrath is $99. Mark McGrath is a far bigger celebrity. I mean, just because he was on Entertainment Tonight or whatever. It's making Lisa Loeb look really. Uh, <laughs> making Lisa look, Loeb look like a dick. Who's going to be. No, che- I was going to say Steel. I was going to uh-huh. say Steel. Yeah, I don't know. $40. I think this is the thing we got to find out. If we can't find it right now, we got to look for it, but. Mm, okay, I'm going for 
Tremendous value. Is what Tremendous value. Tremendous value is what we're... That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. We're not going to find this in musicians. I mean, actually. I think $25 for the lead singer of Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's looking like tremendous value. It's looking, looking, pretty, looking pretty good these days. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, Let's go with that. No, Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald for 40 can, bucks. Can you talk about just how great the Festivus episode was and then I'm happy that you were in it? Uh, I mean, tell us tell us the zaniest story of Kids in the Hall. Oh. No? Maybe. Okay. Because that's, th- that's the other part. We have to formulate the right question. Got to get the right question. But 40 McDonald, I think $40 for Kevin McDonald right now is the the leader. Because I would like to. Guy from Chips is 40 bucks. We were looking at um, John Schneider. Well, how much was John Schneider? John Schneider was very expensive as well. Uh, let's that's see. not what I want, though. I don't want expensive. I want, mm, yeah. I want approachable. You want approachable Thanks. value. Mick Foley, $75. That guy's going to tell you a fucking story. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Right. Okay. That's, there that's, it is. That's, a, there it that's is. the value. That's there the value. I will, I will pay $75. $5. I've met Mick Foley too. I want, I, that's, yeah. what, what question do we have for Mick Foley? What question do I have for Miss Mick Foley? Um, I don't know. First off, that the fucking buff doctor from Scrubs is asking 95 Dollars. Hold on. Who now? Which one? This guy from oh, Scrubs. Oh, that guy. Robert. See, no. Machio? This, is, this is Machio. my. This is my problem. Barry Williams, the Greg from Greg Brady from the Brady, Brady Bunch, Bunch. Yeah. hundred and forty bucks. That is insane. It's insane. Ooh, here it is, right here. Larry Hankin. Uh, you know he's oh, yeah. a classic. You, you've seen him. He's one of those classic that guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hey, t- no Tim Allen. However, there is Richard Carn. There it is. Richard Carn for eighty bucks. Uh David Keichner, one ninety five. Yeah, that's uh Tom uh, Arnold's one twenty five. One twenty five. Might have some fun questions for him. There's a Trump impersonator for eighty five dollars. I think I saw like a CNN video about that guy. Okay, um, right now Mick Foley is Mick winning. Foley at Kevin McDonald's at a second. That's uh, a well formula. As compared question. to Parks this, and Rex uh, Jim O'Hare at hundred and thirty five dollars. That's no, nuts. No. That's nuts. Right now, we're looking at good tax-deductible content for the podcast to ask these people mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. And we'll look to our viewers, okay, our listeners. Our listeners, yeah. All right, we're going to put it out to them right now. Think of the questions that we can ask. Tweet For right now, it's Mick Foley and Kevin McDonald. We need, we need some time. We're going to not just troubleshoot this as we go. Yeah, but right now we have this. We'll, we'll keep Kevin McDonald. For... I loved him as denim guy, denim vest guy. He was great in that in the Festivus episode. I didn't uh, look at his uh, characters as well, but on Kevin on uh, Kids in the Hall, oh, he he had some of the great characters. Um, pretty solid. A lot of Parks uh, and Rec superfluous characters oh, are on here. Hey, uh, what's Ooh. his name from Mash? Phil Lamar. No, no, not Phil Lamar. <laughs> Jamie Farr. I got you. Jamie Farr. Hmm. Hey, look here. A Robert De Niro impersonator. How much is he asking? $79. How about this? The guy who played the like floating head. In Power Rangers? In Power Rangers, $25. $25. Also, I love that the Goots, friend of the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> $175. $175. Okay. Um, Mick Foley. David J. Felding. uh <laughs> David J. Felding. The floating head from uh Power Rangers. 
uh, my how qu- many my, times? My I, here's the question. I, I do have a question for him right now. Like how, long how many is- times did you actually have to shoot? Shoot. Mm-hmm. What was your recording schedule like? Yeah, my question is probably more like uh, uh, for the guy who played Zordon, the floating head on Power Rangers, is like. Like, what does it take to not eat a bullet every morning? <laughs> Is it this $25? Because, ugh. Keep going. I but like, here, no, that's I actually like like that's this. actually a good question to ask. Because it's at the price point. If it's shot down, it's 25 yeah. bucks. Yeah. How much? I'm not going to answer that, guys. Come on. Come on. We're not going to do that. Right? I'm like, okay, happy, we'll just have to ask. We had to ask. We had to try. Happy birthday. Jesus. What else do you want from me? Wait. I'm the floating head from Zordon. Yeah, Power Rangers go do stuff. Um, did you did you feel like eating a bullet at any time? <laughs> oh look, Andy Dick, ninety nine dollars as compared to Michael Bean, ninety three dollars. Ninety three dollars for Michael Bean. I think that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. I think you're you're onto something about uh, asking people whether or not they're going to eat a bullet because <laughs> that's bad. You probably shouldn't do that. Well, I think you are on that because if you're asking twenty five dollars on cameo, on cameo, it's worth asking. Can you do me a favor? Click. But, on, hold on. Click, wait, can you click on him? I'm just curious what the reviews are. On David J. Felding. <laughs> yeah. I wrote him down. We're gonna we're gonna get him. How many? <laughs> but the imperson the the impersonations. That's the other thing. Oh, reviewed by Bobby. Boom. Uh, see all 116 reviews. Good God. He looks like Kyle Glass. He kind of does. He looks like Kyle Glass. Who knew? Uh, can you hit me with a pep talk? I'm just curious. Okay, let's give this a shot. Hi there, this is David J. Fielding <laughs> Zordon from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and this is a very special message for Zim. Hey, Zim, I uh, just wanted to take a few moments out of your day to say that- hello, say thanks for being a fan, thanks for watching the show. I mean, what's not to like about Power Rangers, right? Kids in spandex. Big rubber monsters and big giant robots. That's it's a awesome. little too much of a pause. <laughs> this is a few by Dave Sicarelli. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, because he and your friends, they just want to uh, encourage you and to invalidate your courage about what you've just done, which I think is fantastic. What it's is it? awesome. Well, you've he said Zim. You are. You've claimed your power and you've stepped oh, out into at the light beginning. where everybody can see you. And so it's a, I think it's a transitioning. Trans- being a ranger is all about. Power so I myself and Zordon himself. Will be plow- proud oh. to plow- proclaim once you again. a homo <laughs> with attitude, and that is very, very cool. So, uh, uh, once again, I just wanted to take a few moments out to say hi. It's a lot of uh, uh, say. You keep got going a lot forward, of Freudian slips going on here. Forward and be who you are at all times, now, every time. My question is: Okay, you do that for me. Okay, right, do it for yourself too. That's the most important. I feel like honestly, tell you. this is a gag. Power protect. That is a. All right, Zim. That is a. a uh, that's somebody fucking with their friend. I paid twenty five dollars. I paid twenty five dollars for I, my for my college roommate to have the guy from Power Rangers say <laughs> happy for transitioning. That's my guess because that's a really low price point for that gag for a bit. That's a twenty five dollar bit, but it's worth it because this guy who played Zordon. I, Tell me I'm wrong. I don't disagree that it's probably it could totally be a bit. I also there's also the world where it's absolutely true. Like it's also absolutely real. Can we just go ahead and just take for a second to uh, appreciate that we are on page two of 114 right now. I feel like we should just go ahead and uh, jump to like the bottom of the barrel. Uh, um, no, what we've, what we've realized here is that we have a way to get celebrities to be on our podcast by just paying them <laughs> and then yeah. deducting it from taxes. By the way, Bob Saget, 249 
just FYI. Just I want if I could if I get Bob Saget to tell me how many curse words could you say in the allotted time <laughs> for two forty nine? Hey, how about the kid who played the younger version of Hodor? During the flashback part of the, the Game of Thrones when he said hold door. Yeah. That guy's fifty six bucks. He has nineteen dollars less than fucking Mick Foley. <laughs> That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. That is sixteen dollars more than uh what's his name, McDonald. Yeah. Than Kevin McDonald. That's crazy. Do me a favor, go up there to in, at the search bar. Not, no. the, not the search bar, but the address bar. Why? And go ahead and type in uh 240 instead of 80 just let's just get let's get a little bit further down the line here oh oh yeah it doesn't oh, work that way oh it no. doesn't work that way what the shit kevin well i mean it might have actually you're did it maybe it did okay yeah you're in this terry o'quinn is 200 dollars. it basically it just went to the fucking next page <laughs> it just went to the next page this is garbage Oh, uh, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite is a hundred dollars. This is a, this is a weird, weird underbelly. Okay, so we need to pursue. We need to find one more person, and we can move on from this. Okay, but we're gonna get right now. Mick Foley is winning, and we can figure out a question to ask him with the help of our listeners. God willing. God willing. Um, uh, the old trading places. No, excuse me, trading spaces. Host uh, from TLC. No. No. That's for thirty dollars. No for the guy that played the 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 Night King, eighty dollars. The host of wait 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 wait, wait 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 did you find wait, one? Wait, wait. Did you think of one? Friend of the show. Oh, Danny DeVito is not going to be on fucking cameo. You don't know that until you search it. <laughs> I'm just letting you, you know. Don't know that he's not going to be there. I wish he's I, not going to be there. I would, I would say, but Charlie, here's Charlie Sheen at $400. That sounds about right. Here's Meredith from the office at 175. That sounds about right. It does sound about right. Actually. Yeah. Uh, let's um, see here. Anybody really like it gets to the point where you're like, are you're, you're a celebrity. You're a celebrity. Lou How? Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. That's the problem. Is like he's like mixed and match, former NFL player, uh, guy Vince with Papel? a guy uh, from that oh, probably had two lines from Game of Thrones, um, and then you got Lou Ferrigno just thrown in the mix. This is garbage. it's a weird tier. Tia Carrera was in there. As Let's. Well. I mean, I guess. Oh, uh, Dwyer Brown. Boom. There's our Dwyer third Brown forty dollars. <laughs> That's our third dude. If people don't know, oh, yeah, how many of the you think he always does them? Uh, wearing his uh, his uh, baseball jersey. Dwyer Bount has just catapulted to the number one. <laughs> no. Because He's here's gonna what be we're going to do. He's going to be back anytime now. He's going to be back anytime, and we're going to... Okay, so here's the thing with Dwyer Brown. Okay, he played Kevin Costner's dad in Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams was filmed in Dyersville, Iowa. In De- not 20 within minutes... Within our county. Yeah, within 20 minutes of Dubuque, Iowa. It's... A little insight to Nathan and I. It's a passion project for us to write Field of Dreams the musical. Uh, <laughs> Don't, see, you can't just put that out in the world. No, no, I, trademark pending. Okay, <laughs> patent pending. I've looked. I've looked it up. But uh, <laughs> Dwyer Brown is a, a bit of a local celebrity, as well as a you know, he a, gets around. I mean, a worldwide celebrity, obviously. I think he wrote a book, 
as well. Yeah. So we can Brown, $30, $40. So he's right at our price point. We can get him. We can ask a question. We can figure it out. We can ask him if he's ever been to a place that we frequent in Dubuque. And what was his favorite memory? What was his favorite? What was his favorite memory of filming Field of Dreams in Dubuque? That's the question. That's it. Uh, I would say let's go with something like was there like a shitty bar you went to that you had a good time at? That's that's the question. Yeah, that's the that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you go down show more? Let's see okay. if owner feed was able to do any of these inside Dubuque County. Nope. No, no, no. He's look like uh, he's living on the, he, but he is wearing the Field of Dreams uniform in every single one of these. In every thumbnails. single one. Of, I mean, hold on. Hey, Hein, Hein. Response where, in two days. Honey, where's my uh? Where's my Field of Dreams jersey? I got to go do some cameos. Yep. Okay. So this is worth the $40 to me. You need to raise your price, Dyer. We need to get that swimming pool in ground. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this right That's now. That's just me being Dwyer Brown's wife. That's his, my impersonation. His New York. His New York wife. <laughs> it's like an old Jewish woman. Just an old Jewish he's woman. Ma- he's married to. Who knew? Like a 70-year-old old Jewish woman. <laughs> Dwyer. I don't think he is. It's actually it's Edith Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? And he's just sitting in a he recliner just... the entire time. I gotta go shoot more of those cameras. I told you you need to raise your prices. Forty dollars is too cheap. All you get is a bunch of podcasters. But that's exactly <laughs> where we're at right now, though. <laughs> right? Okay. This is super weird. I'm gonna. We're gonna do this. He responds within two days, so we should be able to have it for the next episode. Okay, Dwyer Brown. That's it. All right, this is our this is our <laughs> mission. This, this is our choice. Hold Here on, is. let's do some more. Now that we have a thing, we got to jump a solid. Off, we got a solid. Now we need to jump off into Dwyer Brown, just to get because we don't want it to be like, oh, we just like feel the dreams. Hey, is it true that you're going to do that thing in, out in Dyersville? Are you going to do some heavy investing out there? Am I crazy? Let's get some inside information. I was just going to look at his his previous works. Oh, he was on an episode of Criminal Minds. Huh? Who knew? Oh well. Really moving up in the world. He also got divorced as well. So. Aw. Well, Edith Bunker's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> it's the reboot. That's the reboot. Would you watch if Archie Bunker and was All in the Family? What was Archie Bunker's show? I was All in the Family. All in the Family? Yeah. If he got divorced? Is that like, because uh, he actually, he was in a, he was in a spinoff where he owned a bar. Okay. Called Archie's Place. I think it only ran That's for two right. seasons. Yeah. He was in Red Dragon. I don't remember him in Oh in Red Dragon. Say it again. In Red Dragon. Who knew? The uh, Jewish woman is coming out of you right Mr. now. Mr. Jacoby. Oh, that's right. He was a uh, Mr. Jacoby got murdered. <laughs> oh if poor. we sent it in and said, How was it working on Ally McBeal? <laughs> What was it like? Tell me. Just tell me your favorite story of working that one episode of Ally McBeal. He was also in one episode of The Practice. So he, uh, that those are both, uh, who uh, produced that? Who produced, somebody produced uh, David, uh, David O'Kelly. David O'Kelly produced both Ally McBeal and The Practice. Oh, he had a run. He had a run with ER. Got a three episode arc on ER. Good for you. Good for you, Dwyer Brown. I Tell us know. your favorite George Clooney story. <laughs> what was Noah Wiley like? I bet <laughs> he was kind of a, a rap scallion. Is that right? Was he? <laughs> how was he before the librarians? 
Uh-huh. Tell me, uh, tell me about your two episodes on Murder She Wrote. Was it difficult? Was <laughs> was uh, was uh, what's her name? Angelica, no, Ange- Angela, Angela Lansbury, 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 like confused because you came back as a dif- different person. Oh, he was also in an episode of Quantum Leap. Yep. Wow, that's crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I love. I uh, really I think I if love you love Quantum Leap, if you uh. <laughs> For the comedy aspect of it, I would go with the murder she wrote. Can you tell us about the two episode arc you had on murder she wrote? We're just it's, it big fans. It wasn't an it wasn't an arc. I played two different. It was two different things. Two different people, three years apart. I played <laughs> two different people. So so, I'm kind of an arc though, right? It was kind, kind of, of an arc, right? Yeah. Oh man. Can you tell us about your two different experiences? Oh, holy on shit! I mean. That was 96. Murder, She Wrote was still running in 96. Yeah. Wow. He was also in an episode of Kevin Heaven. Seventh Heaven, I mean. Kevin Heaven. Kevin Heaven. That's that? That's a cameo page, actually. <laughs> Kevin Heaven. We were just there with Kevin we Dillon were. and uh, Kevin Pollock. Yep. Can we get a Kevin and Kevin Sorbo? Man, that's a... Well, we got a show title. Kevin Heaven. <laughs> Kevin Heaven. <laughs> can, we do, can we piece together... A pilot for Kevin Heaven using only cameo. <laughs> we will. Let's start off with the interview from uh, Dwyer Brown first. Let's just drop like three grand getting a. <laughs> what are these? What are these things you want me to say? I don't understand. He was in Gettysburg. Gettysburg was a movie. I don't remember that. Was that, I feel like that was a made for. Well, it doesn't say TV movie next to it. So no Gettysburg. Uh, with that with uh, what's his face? Uh, you gonna have to be a little bit more. Tom Berenger, Martin Sheen. No, uh, this is a. Um, I thought there was more. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Glory, but you're thinking of Glory. But this is also I we I've watched this movie with Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck against Martin Sheen. Who's Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck. Uh, I'm not Tom Berenger. You mean? Is that no? There's Tom Berenger, but I'm swear that's Tom Selleck up there. But but in them photos there. No. What? No one to the right. Next one over. Go right. Go right. Go right. Go. Oh, you son of a bitch! It's like yeah. Look at that. No. Um. Yeah. It looks like. Actually, it looks like. Uh, look from the. Bert Lancaster. From the thumb thumbnail, it looked like. Uh, Look like uh, Tom Selleck. Would you watch Tom Selleck in a in a Civil War movie? Yeah, I'd follow that man to the ends of the earth. I wonder. Like, have you ever seen Mister Baseball? Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, I watched it as a child, and then like I want to say I got drunk and watched like twenty minutes of it, uh, just because it was like, uh, hey, you know, jump into the middle of like a movie while on stars. Mm-hmm. And Which is like, what you did. And it's like, oh, Mr. Baseball's like, oh, jeez. Mom and, oh, he was in Mom and Dad Save the World? Uh, back to Dwyer Brown, not Yeah, Tom yeah, this, yeah not, Dwyer yeah. Brown. Mom and Dad Save the World. Go ahead and click on that one. He was uh, like, who is Raph's son? <sighs> Mom and Dad Save the World. Are you familiar with this? Uh, with the, What's his name from, mm-hmm. uh, what's the guy's name? He With the molestation charges. Jeff Jones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don Lovitz. The dad for, or the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. King Ralph. King Raph was Eric Idle and and uh, his son was Dwyer Brown. Okay. Interesting. Interesting stuff. So now we have a, an, a secondary question to ask. Secondary question. 
tell me about it. Was like was Jeffrey Jones molesting uh, small children <laughs> on the set? Can of you uh, bring us Mom into a little, a lot of uh, some QAnon stuff and just just tell me about? No matter how you answer, it's going to be the thing we want. Actually, <laughs> yeah. And if you if at the end of every question we ask, um, just uh, whether it's truthful or not, just go ahead and wink. Here's here's a question because Kathy Ireland was in this movie. Oh, did you did you ever? Did you, did, did you ever uh, get frisky with Kathy Ireland? Oh, he was in a, her heyday. Oh, he, uh, that was her his sister. Mm-hmm. Only in the movie, though. Yeah, let's. Uh, but did you ever? Because I mean, we, we've got to look back on Dwyer Brown. Uh, this is before Field of Dreams, so he. No, no this no, is after, after Field of Dreams, so he could totally have a shot with Kathy Ireland at this point. That's the question. I don't know about that. That's the question. I don't think anybody really had a shot with Kathy Ireland. Well, what for lasting love and happiness? No, but I mean for I don't think even Scott Bakula had a shot at Kathy Ireland, and I, he was coming white hot after Quantum Leap when they shot uh, Unnecessary Roughness. I'm sorry, but Dwyer Brown in 1992, coming off of Field of Dreams, had a, just as much of a shot at Kathy Ireland as anybody else in this country. I mean, and maybe, at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, this could be a podcast. It's gonna definitely be the next podcast. <laughs> Hey, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TCBA underscore podcast. And be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And also... Check us out on YouTube. I know that most people, they like consuming long-form media on YouTube. It makes them feel good about who they are. Uh, You should also look at Cameo and tell us who's doing it wrong. Because there's a lot of people who are. Lou Ferrigno, I think he was a steal. Greg Brady, that's overpriced. I, what is the market really dictating for B-list and D-list celebrities? And Dwyer Brown are coming for you, man. Coming for you. Check out your mentions on Twitter, because I'm going to be hitting you hard. Coming at you hard. $40 is coming your way. $40. <laughs>